Hello and good morning. I'm Jamie from Stonemaier Games. And as usual on Wednesday morning, I'm excited to be here to talk to you about Stonemaier Games news, to answer your questions, and to discuss a few random topics. Um, I see Chad, Dominic, Ian, Joshua, and Mark are the first five to join us today. Thank you all for at least, well, not just joining us, but, uh, but popping in and say hi. I really appreciate that. There's Garrett as well. Um, let me start with chocolate of the day before I forget it. I heard recently that a friend started working for a chocolate company, uh, an old friend back from college days, haven't been in touch in a while, but you know how social media is. You see how people evolve over time. And so I thought, you know, I'll try this chocolate and it was really good. So she's working for Beyond Good. I ordered this one. My, this is a little bit darker than my usual range for chocolate, 63%, but uh, but it's really quite good. Almost a creamy um, dark chocolate, not, not too bitter. Uh, retain some of that sweetness, but beyond good. I really had a good experience with it. This box is almost empty. I have a little bit left that I'll finish munching on the day. Yeah, so that is my chocolate of the day. What is your indulgence of the day? Whether it's healthy, whether it's food, whether it's not food, hopefully you are doing a little bit of indulging uh, today. Um, I have also have a question involving this mysterious white box for you in a second. Let me see if there's any early questions that I need to answer. No, so let me jump in and ask you about this box. So one of the, we are trying to find a way to replace shrink wrap on our games, right? Exterior shrink wrap. It's the thing that does some good. It prevents your game from getting marked up before you receive it. It uh, ideally keeps out moisture. Um, it, uh, it helps with humidity. Shrink wrap is surprisingly good at what it does, but it is wasteful. When, you're, when you remove shrink wrap from a game, you remove it forever, you throw it away, and that plastic is going to stick around for a long, long time. So we are looking for solutions for it. We've tried a bunch of different solutions. Today, I don't want to talk about those other solutions, but I do want to talk about this one that we are attempting. It's from, um, we saw another game do this, basically, and we thought we might want to give it a try. So basically, what we're thinking about testing on maybe some copies of Wingspan, maybe another game, is a removable box box sleeve that in the design of the box sleeve, it communicates that it is meant to be recycled. And you can see the way that we've uh, communicated this with a tearaway tab. So what you see here would be a game box that looks exactly like the, the wingspan game box. Say. So all the, the all, everything printed on here would be exactly the same. It would look like a wingspan game box, but this wouldn't be that there wouldn't be any shrink wrap on it. This sleeve would be the shrink wrap. When you get it, you would tear away this strip and then the game is inside. And actually, I want to see how easy it is to get the game out. So I'm going to completely tear this away. So tear away the strip. This communicates to you that this thing on the outside of the box is disposable. It's meant You're meant to be, get rid of it. And let's see how easy it is to actually get the game out. Okay, so it seems that this lifts, lifts up. You can see, oh, there is a copy of Wingspan inside. Uh, so there's, you can see Wingspan inside there. Signed for Wingspan. You open it up. And... Uh, and then you pull the game out. And yeah, as I'm pulling it out, I'm seeing that I'm tearing it a little bit. I can see this. Oh, but it's a little tough to actually extract. So you might have to actually tear more of this to get it out. So I, I can't just pull it out. There you go. There you go. I can get that that way. And then you have your game out. Um, and then you recycle this. And we would probably put on this somewhere a reminder, hey, this is meant to be recycled. This isn't meant to be one of those fancy box sleeves that you keep around the, the game. Uh, it works pretty darn well. I mean, I, I really like the look of it. I like that we can simulate the way, the exact way this box looks on this 
sleeve that again will replace shrink wrap if you're coming in late this is intended to replace shrink wrap on the exterior of the box i'm looking into the cost i i am guessing for sure that this will cost more than shrink wrap and i want to make sure that doesn't impact the price of the game we're willing to eat the margins as long as they're reasonable uh the other x factor that i'm concerned about is that people will still people will think that they uh that they are meant to keep this and we'll be disappointed if they tear it that will get replacement parts from people request saying hey i teared my box sleeve can i get a replacement box sleeve the answer is no this is shrink wrap this is the replacement for shrink wrap so anyway that's the what i'm thinking about this i'd love to hear uh your thoughts on that uh if you if you think that could work let's see what what your comments are about it i'll scroll down here um Hey, Chad says we can make the art different on the box sleeve. We could. My intention is just to emulate the the, the game box, but you're right. We could do that different. Um, Garrett says, I know some folks love putting game art up on the wall. This would be a great way to do that. That's actually interesting, Garrett. So we could communicate maybe on the back of the box that it's meant to be recycled. But at the same time, if you wanted to be really careful with the front, then you could use that for wall art. I could totally see that. Chad mentioned maybe open a hole on the on the other side the box to let air move as you pull the box out. Yeah, that is a good solution. I've seen that in place. And even shrink wrap does often have small air holes in it. I'll have to see if that uh, kind of ruins the protective nature of it. But a small hole probably wouldn't. Ian also Ian asked about the cost. Uh, I don't know the cost yet. I'm going to, well, yeah, shrink wrap is so cheap. Um, so this is going to be more expensive than that. But again, this is not, if we decide to do this, this is not a cost that we pass on to the customer. It's a cost that we would either decide to eat or decide not to do. So that would be that would be the decision there. Steve says, maybe make it a tiny bit bigger so the actual game box doesn't rip. The game box didn't rip at all. Uh, this is intended to rip and to be recycled. So, uh, so I have actually tested ones that are a little bigger and they feel... They don't feel as nice as this one felt. This one felt nice that it wraps so closely to the box. So I actually liked how how tight it was. Um, I'm more inclined to go with a hole than to make it bigger and kind of baggier. Um, Joshua says, I, I think the toughness to get the game out wouldn't matter much if it's okay to rip and toss in the end. Seems easy to rip enough. It, yeah, it was very, very easy to rip this. So I ripped a little bit there. That that really did not take much to rip. I could even see this be being a little thinner. Um, but I don't know if Panda can make it thinner. I did check. One of the questions I asked for something like this is, can it be automated? Can, the, can we run this box through a machine and have this thing put on it rather than having a person assemble this box around each game box? I think even if that's inexpensive, I don't think that's the type of labor that I want to ask someone to do. So um, that is a question I asked, and it is fully automated. Um, Simon says, would this kind of pack package have any illustration of the game on it or be blank? It would, so this would look exactly like this, uh, except you would have this and you would have this. So yeah, you would have you would have both. It would look exactly like the game box on the outside. Tim says, how recycling is it after it has printing on it? Completely recyclable. We use soy-based inks, which uh, as far as I know, recycle just fine. And this would not have any plastic coating, no microplastic coating like some game boxes have. So this would be completely recyclable. We're also looking to see if we can make this out of recycled materials as well uh, to have that kind of that, that double layer. Um, Cody mentions that the sleeve could be an opportunity for artists to, for us to do it like an alternate art. I agree that that is the possibility there. We probably wouldn't start off that way because I just want to communicate that this is exactly the same. 
as shrink wrap. Um, it's exactly the same as Bach, but totally could be. James, uh, sorry, James has an unrelated question, which is totally fine too. We're, we're talking about uh, uh, a replacement for shrink wrap, um, but happy to talk about other topics. James says, any updates on the restock of the ta of the tapestry revised Sith packs for Europe? So James, uh, we are now in the period where we have to reprint it. We have sold through all of the tapestry Sith packs and uh, we are going to, we're going to reprint it, but it, they won't be available for quite some time at this point. By quite some time, I mean probably around six to seven months. That's how long a reprint usually takes. Chad mentioned a repeating pattern of recycle, recycle me printed on the inside of the box so people know to recycle it. Yeah, I can even see that. Yeah, I, I, I want to clearly communicate that message. You're right. Having that in multiple places inside and out could be a big help. And Ju uh, Julie says, as long as someone can't accidentally damage the real wingspan box underneath, it's a really good move. I agree. Yeah, this has to completely protect the wingspan box, even to the point that it means that this can't rub off the ink on this. So that's something that we will have to test a little bit. Uh, so let me explain some of the box. The, I'll come back to this in a second, but I mentioned two topics in the title of today's video. One is wormspan updates. So let me run through the wormspan fulfillment updates really quick. We anticipate that champions in the U.S. who uh, ordered wing, Wormspan, all those champion orders will ship out by the end of next week. Uh, and the, the overarching message for everything that I'm about to tell you is when your order ships, you will get a tracking notification. Until then, we don't have an update for your specific order other than the general updates I'm going to mention right now. Um, so U.S. champions by the end of next week, followed by a bunch, and I'm talking thousands of non-champion orders that will take in the U.S., through um, through early March. In Australia, orders have started shipping out. We're hoping that champion orders will come finish shipping out. And this is Australia, New Zealand, Asia. We're hoping that they'll champion orders will finish shipping out by the end of this week. And then the next two weeks will be for non-champion orders. In Canada, we're hoping the same. Champion orders by the end of this week, non-champion orders over the next two weeks. And then Europe, Europe. Uh, Europe, one container is due to arrive over the weekend or by early next week. So we're expecting to see some orders, some champion orders start to ship out next week for Europe. But the other containers containing the bulk of the European shipments won't now arrive until the 19th. Um, so this is something that is somewhat was unexpected for us. Um, when, when these orders initially shipped from China, to Europe. That was in early December. There was more than enough time for them to make it. But then a lot of stuff has happened in the Red Sea between now and then that uh, that we didn't expect, that we didn't anticipate. And so that's why those orders are taking longer um, or those, those freight shipments. So I appreciate your patience in Europe. And if you are a champion, I think you will most likely start to see champion notifications the week of February 19th or 20th. And so champion orders will, and the fulfillment center is ready to go. They are ready for this, this uh, container to arrive. So I think all champion orders in Europe will ship by the end of February, still well before the March 29th retail release date, followed by non-champion orders in early March. They're probably the first two weeks of March. Appreciate your patience. If you're waiting for your order, I appreciate your anticipation and your passion. And I've seen many people who have received their copy of Wormspan sharing their enthusiasm. I love to see that too. So thank you for sharing that enthusiasm. The other topic that I mentioned in the blog and the title of this post is anxious people. Um, 
I guess there are lots of different versions of anxious people. I'm an anxious person at times. You might be anxious if you're eagerly anticipating your copy of Wormspan, but I was referring specifically to the TV show on Netflix based on the book, Anxious People, that Megan and I just recently watched, and we really loved it. It reminded me of a mashup between the movie Inside Man and the show on Apple TV called The After Party, both of which I love. Inside Man is one of my favorite heist movies. Uh, the After Party, I love seeing the same story from different perspectives. And Anxious People does all that in a six-episode arc on Netflix. Each episode is around 30 minutes, so it's something that you could binge through on a, on a Friday night, or you could watch one lunch at a time, which is what we did. Um, but I highly recommend the show. We really, really enjoyed it. And that's why I wanted to mention it in the title today. Alan asked about waterproofing during the shipping process. What if it rains during transport? Alan, that's a great question. That's one of the things that Shrinkwrap does fairly well, although even Shrinkwrap often has small holes in it. Um, that where moisture can get in. But this is designed to completely enclose the game and keep water out. I will say that if uh, for any game, I, I would say even one in shrink wrap, if it was delivered without any packaging and it just sat in the rain, you're gonna be in trouble. But I think the more likely scenario is that you have, you know, you have the game in here. Sorry, my focus just went crazy. Hopefully that'll, that'll, uh, come back I'll, I'll move things around back here um so you have the game in the sleeve and then it is uh shipped inside another box to you and that box maybe that box sits out in the rain a little bit um if that happens and that was focus is going to frustrate me hopefully it'll what do i do i have to move around a little bit how do i get the, there we go um uh that outer box should soak up most of the rain, but then if there's any remaining that gets through, this should take care of it. Yeah. Let's see if there's any other questions. Dominic says, I also wonder if it's printed, will there, is there any environmental impact with the use of more cardboard and ink? We use soy-based inks. Um, so very little environmental impact there. We use uh, FSC certified wood sources for wood and cardboard. So, those are renewable resources, much less of an impact there. Uh, plastic is always just the worst uh, because plastic requires non-renewable resources to make and it sticks around forever. So um, I'd be hard pressed to find an example where cardboard or wood is is uh, is not better than plastic. Yeah. Monkey Butler says, can't you just tip the box on end and shake it out? This was so tight and I wanted it so tight that I, I would not have been able to just shake it out. Um, demonstrate that if you want though let's see put that back in there let's see if i could have just shaken it out i mean maybe you're right maybe i could have just shake. yeah there you go yeah a little little shake in there that would that would have worked yeah good point so maybe maybe no extra hole is is necessary in there nathan says i know one benefit to shrink is the moisture prevention during ocean freight so that would be the one drawback and again i'll come back to the point we have had uh so if moisture gets under shrink wrap it's really bad because it gets under there and it's trapped under there. And that does happen with shrink wrap. We had that happen way back in the day during the scythe fulfillment. A shipping container had some water get in and that water, there was so much water, so much rain that it got through the cartons and then through the packaging and, in, and into the shrink wrap because shrink wrap does sometimes have some small holes, very small holes. And it got into the games and mold was on a few, few hundred copies, uh, collector's edition copies of, of uh, scythe. Um, way back in the day. So, and I would say that's actually worse than cardboard because with cardboard, if a tiny bit of water gets in, it's probably going to soak into this box. You'll never know the difference. Um, 
there's still it's still breathable opposed to shrink wrap which isn't breathable so i i i would contest potentially especially given the seal on this thing uh that it has better moisture protection than uh than a shrink wrap shrink wrapped game now yeah. uh so beverly does mention this this idea that that, that a game might sit on her front porch for a while um in the rain in moisture uh inside an exterior packaging like we ship to beverly there's exterior packaging than this i still think we'll probably be okay but you're right this is something that we should test that's why we like to test things oftentimes on wingspan because we make so many copies of wingspan to see if it works first so um it's something that, that i think we will test maybe on a small print run of wingspan and see how it works out see if we get complaints Cody, uh, two questions here. Let's go with in, in order. Steven says, am I excited for the Super Bowl? I am. I am a 49ers fan, so I'm excited for the Super Bowl. Mostly, I just want a good game. Megan's family are, are all Kansas City fans, and so because they're from Kansas City. So it'll be a fun game to, to partake in with, uh, with both of those elements in play. But mostly, I really just want a good game. I'd love for the 49ers to win in a really close game, but I'd much prefer that the 49ers lose in a really entertaining game than I would have them win in a non-entertaining game. Cody says, how would this system work with the nesting box or the side the big box? At that size, it probably doesn't work. Um, we've already actually shifted for most expansions to stickers, uh, expansions where we know that the box is going to be disposed. We also have shifted to corrugated, corrugated cardboard for certain expansions. Um, like the tapestry, not an expansion, but the tapestry by SIDPAC, when we know for sure that you are just going to get rid of that packaging right away. Um, but you're right. For for giant boxes, a sleeve like this probably wouldn't, would cost so much that it wouldn't make sense. Uh, Joanne says, imagine if you had the outer box looks just like the inner box, that would be confusing to a lot of people. I can see that, Joanne. I would say my perspective on this is, I want this to look the exact the same on the shelf as uh, as the game. So when you're looking for wingspan in your local store, I want you to be able to see wingspan what you're expecting to see for wingspan on here, just like you were looking through clear shrink wrap at the exact game. Um, I think the difference is we need to communicate that this is meant to be recycled. This isn't a premium sleeve this is a sleeve that is designed to be recycled and i think the tearaway strip that i that i tore off i think that partially communicates it and a few of you have mentioned putting um a large amount of text on here that communicates hey this is meant to be recycled and even like this part might be a good place to put it like this is i tore this strip off reveals this and this shows this could have recycled icons like recycle this and to kind of reassure you hey it's okay to tear this off you don't you don't need this tear it off the game once you look inside, you can see, oh, the game's in there. I'm all good. That's what I'm thinking, at least. I'm sorry. I should be putting this comment on the screen. I always forget that for the first 20 minutes, that I can actually just click over there and show your comment. Sorry about that. I'll try to get better at doing that. Tony says, I think making the shipping cover uh, look like the box. And again, Tony, I should clarify, this is not the shipping. Um, this is not the, the shipping packaging. This is... This is a replacement for shrink wrap that you would still have uh, if you ordered from like the Stomar Game Store or an online store. You would still have exterior packaging. And again, for anyone anyone tuning in late, this is uh, an experimental replacement for shrink wrap that would have the game art printed on it. It would not be blank. Um, 
Tony says that can make people think it's a slipcover, maybe have some of the art on the box, but you could use other areas of the box for promos or other stuff. That's true. We could do that. We could definitely do that. Neil says, will you do the same with cards, boxes that can be used again and again instead of rubber bands or plastic bags? Good question, Niels. Um, cards are more difficult, uh, and there's a specific reason for that. So what we are shifting to do for cards, in fact, Panda recently got the machine for this, so we're switching this to all cards that we make in the future, is that they will be wrapped in very thin paper. It's almost like rice paper. I don't think it's actually rice paper, but it's very thin paper. Um, so fully recyclable, comes from a sustainable stores, can be recycled afterward instead of shrink wrapping the deck. So we've actually already solved that, that problem. The reason that tuck boxes are more difficult for that and the reason that sometimes you might order a product where the, the cards come in a tuck box, but then you find that the cards inside are also wrapped is because cards are printed on a big sheet and they're cut up and then there's a machine that organizes them into a deck, but then that deck has to immediately run through a machine that keeps those cards together somehow. Otherwise, you know, they can go everywhere. And so as far as I know, there is not a way to send those cards into the same machine that it can assemble a tuck box around them. So something else that a machine can handle needs to be put around those cards right away. So think about like, you know, a deck of 54 cards having that happen opposed to a single box. This is a lot easier to run through that machine. That's my understanding. I have not seen this firsthand, but that is my understanding of why that is impossible. Uh, here we go. The woodcat says, what if the box was more like an envelope style opens from the middle somehow would seem more temporary opens from the middle. Oh, I see. So you would tear it. The tear strip would be right in the middle here. Um, or on the, on the back in the middle. That's possible. Yeah. I, I yeah, we don't, we want to communicate that this is not precious that you should take, you should tear this thing apart if you want to. Um, yeah, I could see that the, the location of the strip mattering. That's a great point. Good morning, coworker Susanna. I, uh, I'm meeting with Susanna and some other coworkers today to do a pre-production playtest of an upcoming product. So this is something that we do whenever we receive a pre-production copy, which is a game uh, or copy of a product, not necessarily a game, that looks like the final version of that product, but really it's a digitally printed version of it. It is not a mass-produced version. We haven't entered mass production for it yet. And we always like to get those to the table and actually play them, not just look through them, but play them because we learn a lot about the product design when we do that. So I'm meeting with my team today to do that for a new product that I'm really excited about. So excited to see you in a little bit, Susanna. Monkey Butler says, why not just make the outer wrap paper? So why not use wrapping paper on the outside? You know, we've actually done that um, on, worm, on Wingspan. We've tested that a little bit with, uh, with brown wrapping paper. Uh, we found that, so wrapping paper has a lot of different folds that go in different places. And our goal again was to, if possible, was to emulate the exact look of the game box. We found with all those folds, it was really, really difficult to do so. Um, however, some of you may have ordered Wingspan from us. I'm curious if anyone in the comments has done this. I've heard only one person mentioned that they've received these copies, but we did a print run of Wingspan, 5,000 copies, I think at one point, that have, that are, that are wrapped in uh, in wrapping paper, but it's very simple printing. It, it does not have the full wingspan art on it because of all those folds that you need to get into place. Rather, it has just the, the name wingspan on the front. It has legal information on the back. Um, it's essentially black and white on brown paper. Let me know if anyone has received this version of the game. Um, but we've tested it and we haven't heard any complaints about it, but we actually we also don't know how many people have actually received 
that version of the game. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Botazatu says, did you see the Dice Tower review of Wormspin? How do you feel about their opinions? So, uh, Botazatu, I in intentionally don't consume reviews about our products because I want to stay as unbiased as possible. I want to send review copies to reviewers who like our products, who don't like our products. And so while I do listen to what playtesters and what customers say about our products, um, and while I also do listen to reviews of other publishers' games, I intentionally kind of create some separation between myself and reviewers so we can, we can be completely impartial. The goal for us sending review copies, other than marketing is part of the goal, but a big part of the reason we send review copies is to give you completely unbiased opinions. And I don't want any reviewer to feel like I'm looking over their shoulder to see what they think about our products. Yeah. Nathan says, uh, I saw a couple of reviews for the new Shipwrights of the North Sea Redux, how reviewers were glad the Redux fixed a broken and less fun game. I know you would ask about feedback, feedback on the Redux name. Yeah, Redux to me, and I think by by the dictionary definition means um, uh, revisiting a previous product. Uh, so I think it can be used in various ways. We are using it, Rolling Rounds Redux, the, the term to convey this is a new core set, but that we are not changing the rules behind it. Um, but I can understand why uh, Garfield used it for, um, or Garfield used it for that reason, for, for a different way as well. Uh, Chad says, I know you are not a fan of reviewer or award stickers on the outside of boxes. For our boxes, I don't mind when other companies do it, but we don't do that for our games. Could a paper box be used for those stickers so they're not on the main box? It, the, well, so part of the reason I don't like them is the visual clutter that they add. The other reason I don't like them is that you're, you're elevating some reviewers and awards over the others. We don't do anything for awards here at Stonemaier Games. We're not motivated by that. We're motivated by bringing joy to your tabletop. And we're also not really motivated by good reviews. Like, it's nice when we get good reviews uh, because it means that we brought joy to a reviewer. But, um, again, it's not really a motivating factor. Uh, and, uh, and and also because we would essentially be valuing some reviewers over others. We'd be saying, okay, this reviewer is worth putting their st stamp of approval on the box, but not this reviewer. Why not? Um, so. For various reasons, no, I don't see us ever doing that. I see some people like Rebecca saying that they've received their copy of Wormspan. Thank you, Rebecca, for the kind words. She says the art, uh, the art couple and compliments uh, components components. I think you were saying the art and components look beautiful. Thanks, Rebecca, for saying that. Yeah, we put a lot of care and intention into those art and components. Clementine spent um, the artist spent 18 months creating the over 250 illustrations in the game. Connie spent a year designing the game. Connie wrote the dragon facts. Um, yeah, they put so much time and effort and love into this game. Let's see, just scrolling through looking for questions here. Um, Maxwell says, does the, does the box, does this replacement for shrink wrap help with moisture? I, I think this will help with moisture more than shrink wrap will is my short answer. I have a longer answer about 10 minutes ago. Um, let's see. Maxwell brings up a good point that Amazon does sometimes just slap labels on a box like this. And uh, we could totally see them doing that with a marked disposable box. Fortunately, uh, Amazon doesn't ship any of our products. Uh, we, or at least in the, we're, we're kind of shifting our Amazon strategy to handle it 
in-house. Um, so we'll be selling on Amazon rather than to a distributor who sells to Amazon. Um, so we'll have a lot more control there. And it means that we'll be, or at least our fulfillment centers will be packaging boxes. We don't have to worry about Amazon uh, packaging, mispackaging our, our products. But I could see that for other companies that might consider this, this option. Renee says, I see on Facebook that people are using extra card trays from Wingspan for their Wormspan trays. Is there a way to purchase those trays? There is not a way to purchase those trays. I'm not saying there won't be in the future. It's something that we don't have in the works. Um, currently, there is not. I, I did see a photo that I, I must admit I really liked. There's a tray in the Wingspan nesting box that uh, has, what, six different little mini compartments for tokens. And then it has the long egg compartment. And I saw someone using that for Wormspan, and it looked really cool. It was a great use of it, because in Wormspan, there are four different resources. There are the coins. I don't know what the sixth lot was for. Maybe there were five. Maybe there were six. No, I think there were six. Um, yeah, four resources, coins. A multi multiplier tokens were in the other one, and the eggs were in the main compartment. So maybe we should consider doing that. It uh, function Functionally, it, it uh, was a pretty good use for, for, that, uh, for that tray. Um, so maybe. I don't know. We'll, I'll make a note about that, Renee, and we will talk about it in-house. It's um, it's something that we'd have to do starting at the factory, not something that we can do in the back end. Dealing with Alucard components in the back end is rather difficult. But let's see. I'll, I'll make a note of the wingspan tray. Thank you for asking about that. Wayne says, do you have any plans in place for a pendulum expansion? Um, I don't have any plans for pendulum expansion. Yeah, uh, we don't, we don't. I appreciate you asking about that. That says to me that you've enjoyed the game, Wayne. Um, but it has, uh, the game has, I think, fallen a little bit short of, of what we hoped for it. So um, I don't I don't think we'll be pursuing an expansion for it. But I appreciate you asking. Let's see, Joshua said, I received a tracking number from UPS, but what I'm saying was delivered by USPS in the end. Is that a Stonemaier miniature market choice or a UPS choice? Probably a UPS choice. I'm thinking most likely what's happening there is that uh, UPS sometimes works with USPS for the final delivery. Like the fulfillment center might hand the game off to US to UPS. They might get it somewhere, get it to a certain point in the shipping process, and then from then they hand it off to USPS. Sometimes that happens. Um, if you upgraded to UPS ground, then it should be delivered UPS the whole way. UPS ground means that once the fulfillment center hands the game off to UPS, that they'll deliver it, at least on our, our, on our uh, web store, that UPS will then deliver it within one day. So I think they take full responsibility of it if you choose that option. Joshua says, this comes from zero knowledge of the industry, but has bamboo been considered as a material? I know it's very renew renewable. So bamboo, when used properly and processed properly, does grow very quickly. And so it is a good, sustainable resource. It isn't always used as well as it should. But um, we have explored bamboo, and uh, we found that it is more limiting than I expected for tabletop games. So... Yeah, we haven't found any, any, really any good uses of it yet in tabletop games that that work as we would hope to deliver a quality product to customers. Yeah. Let's see here. 
Uh, Paul also asked uh, about, so someone else asked about a different tray that, that some people are using for Wormspan. Paul is asking about the two trays with lids that do come with Wormspan and are we planning on selling them separately? I'd say probably not, Paul. I'm glad you like them. For now, we still have lots of plastic containers available on our web store. A different type of plastic container, but a plastic container. So until we sell through those plastic containers, I don't think we'll consider making another just basic plastic container for our web store. Um, but yeah, if you search for, I believe, trays or containers on our web store, you should find a, a couple. You should find a clear one and a brown one. Uh, we'd like to sell through those first. Jonathan has a very nice comment here about Wormspan. Um, I won't read through the whole, I'm reading the whole thing, but I won't read it out loud. But uh, thank you, Jonathan, for saying these nice things about Wormspan. I'm glad you're having a good experience with it so far. Let's see. Um, Wayne says, just make it not the full box art, just leave the front, leave the rest blank with the recycle marking. Wayne, we could. Again, I'm the. The idea behind this is to simulate the effects of shrink wrap. And so shrink wrap, if this if this game box, so there's a wingspan box in here. If wingspan were in here, you could look at all the material, all the information about wingspan that you need. So if you pull this off this, the shelf at a game store, um, you would see information on the side, the front, you would see the wingspan box through the shrink wrap. And so in I'm trying to simulate that with this shrink wrap replacement of a tearaway uh, box sleeve that is meant to be recycled. And so for that reason, I think all information needs to be on, on the shrink wrap replacement. That's at least what I'm thinking right now. I understand that there, there is the possibility for alternate art, but I think even that might make the, this seem more precious and more, uh, while we really want to convey that this is not precious, this is just shrink wrap, just take it off and recycle it. Um, which you can't do a shrink wrap. Don't try to recycle shrink wrap. You can't do it. Chad says, did you see that see the dark matter apple tv series trailer yet it seems so good dark oh no i i know i've been excited about that shad i'm excited about that author's next book too but i will make a note about that dark matter on may 8th apple tv awesome thank you for saying that i, I am excited about that let's see eric has given the amount of plastic reduction or environmental conscious choices you're making maybe the wingspan art could be on the front and sides of the back uh, but the back text can be altered to include that part of the Stillmeyer story. Eric, that's a great idea. Yeah, so I think most of the information on the back would be the same. We have certain legal information we have to put on the box. There's information that people want at a game store when they're looking at the back of the box. But added to that, I think we could add a big thing that says, that explains what this is and that it's meant to be recycled. Uh, very clearly, very boldly. I, I totally agree with that. I, I definitely think we could add that information in addition to the stuff that's normally on the back of the box. We could even put that on the sides as well, if, that's, if it's more clear there. Jenna is popping in from the board game garden. Thank you, Jennifer, for popping in to say hi. Um, I'll look for a few more questions real quick, then I'll look at, well, let me go through some of my topics real quick and we can we can touch upon those as we want. And then I'll, I'll focus on your questions and comments. Um, I did want to say, so I have a couple of different comments on my little sticky note here. I wanted to thank, my team for everything they've done over the last week. Uh, this is Joe, Alex, Dave, Susanna, Erica, Christine, um, Alan, Dave in, in the UK, Shannon at, at Panda. They've all been amazing, like incredibly amazing. Uh, Wormspan has been the biggest launch of any product ever for Stillmeyer Games, and that's meant a lot of logistics, a lot of um, puzzles to solve, 
uh, along the way for localization partners, for distributors, for retailers. It's meant a lot of customer service for Joe and Dave and, and me to a certain extent, but Joe and Dave get a ton of emails from customers every day asking about, uh, asking a variety of questions. Oftentimes they're getting questions about addresses and about combining orders, which is not something we can do. So if you ever place an order and you realize that order is missing something, don't place another order. Instead, contact us and we can add to your existing order. Otherwise, it's a lot more work. But I just wanted to mostly focus on how much I appreciate my team. Um, and I wanted to celebrate them here. So they, they've been amazing over the last week. They're always amazing, but particularly amazing over the last week. Thank you so much uh, for, for everything you all have done over the last week. Um, speaking of which, Wormsman Logistics, we've been doing solving, trying, trying to solve a lot of logistic puzzles uh, with you know containers arriving at different times, making sure champion orders go out first, working with fulfillment centers who have also been awesome, particularly Miniature Market has been absolutely incredible um, over the last week. They've, they've shipped way more than we thought they would be able to ship in that time period. So hats off to them as well. Miniature Market is our warehouse and fulfillment center for, for Wormspan and all of our products. Um, what else? Games that I played recently, I played Flip Town and Happy Bee for the first time. I also played Wormspan again with some friends last, last uh, Thursday. Um, tonight is a virtual game night. So if you have any games that you think I should play on Board Game Arena, let me know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play on Board Game Arena a little bit tonight. Uh, I mentioned that I've been watching Anxious People. I've been reading the Outland series. I'm really enjoying that. Outland is a, is a two-book series so far about a hypothetical question of, A, what if Yellowstone, the Yellowstone um, volcano actually blew up into a, like a mega volcano? And B, what if there are alternate Earths that we could go to um, in the right, in, in a certain way? Uh, they ask those two questions and answer them in really interesting ways. Yesterday, I signed a bunch of cards. I, you, some of you sometimes add signed cards from games that I've designed to your cart if you order from Stomire Games web stores. And uh, I spent a few hours yesterday signing a bunch of those cards. And my recent content, I, I did a video about teaching, learning, and retaining games. Games that are either fun or easy to teach and learn and retain. I also did a blog about... Um, what was the blog that I did the other day? I did a blog about bailouts and what, what it looks like, considerations when a publisher might think about bailing out another product or project. I also did a blog about what the launch has looked like, what we learned from the Wormspan launch, what we've been done differently for the Wormspan launch. And last, before I get over to your other questions, um, the kind of the questions I want to throw at you today, other than this box sleeve, are, um, are there any games on your shelf where they are fairly similar, however you want to define similar, but you're really happy that both games are on your shelf. Because sometimes, you know, you, we might say, okay, I have this game. It's really similar to this other game. I don't need both. But sometimes we do keep them. And I want to do a video about those types of games where they're similar games and yet you have them on your shelf. Uh, you can define, again, you can define similar however you want. And also, uh, someone raised an interesting question about the Conquest Princess Kickstarter, which recently followed the Conquest Princess GameFound campaign. Um, can you think of any other examples of campaigns where they've a company has run a campaign on one of those platforms and immediately followed it with a campaign on the other platform? I want to maybe talk about that in a blog post. I think that's kind of interesting. Anyway, let's get back to these comments. Let's see. Uh, Paul says, the uptake on Golden Eggs appeared slow over the last year. Wormstanders re released, and they sell out. Care to admit if they were designed for Wormstan from the beginning, but that was kept secret? No, they were, they were designed for Wingspan, Wingspan's charity auction, 
two charity auctions ago. So not the last one, but the one before that. We designed these golden eggs for Wingspan for that charity auction specifically. And we got a lot of feedback from that charity auction for people saying, hey, I wish I could have bought them too and uh, and supported the, the charity auction. And so the following year, this past um, October, I think it was, maybe November, we made golden eggs for Wingspan for people to buy during the charity auction in particular with a portion of that proceeds, I think uh, $10 of those proceeds, every purchase went to different charities. And then we had extras, so we continued to sell them on the web store. And then someone pointed out fairly recently that they work pretty darn well for Wormspan. They, they fit the theme of Wormspan. So complete coincidence, just kind of stumbled into that. And that's why they sold so quickly. We didn't have that many left over after the charity auction, and we will make more of them. Julie has a point about the tearaway strip. I think text on the ends of ends or near the tearaway strip would help make it clear that you need to recycle. Yeah, I definitely, I think we can print on this, Julie. So I, I, I think that's manageable. Yeah. Uh, Trey says, as a long lover of Wingspan, I admire the complete transparency you take when addressing your operation and your interaction to the public. Oh, just a nice comment from Trey. Thank you, Trey. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, and I would say in return, I appreciate when people ask questions. I, it's always tough for me, painful for me when I see assumptions about things when people could just ask, knowing that I think many of you know that I really try to be transparent. And so if you have a question about something, I'm here to answer it. Uh, so and if I miss your question, if I ever missed it, just please ask again. I probably just skim past it by, by mistake. So um, I appreciate those of you who ask questions instead of assuming something that might be incorrect. Uh, let's see. Uh, situation video says just picked up expeditions my group instantly loved it after having reservations will the map ever be expanded i don't know if there's table space to hold many more tiles for expeditions but i did design it with the idea that maybe those tiles could be replaced by other tiles depending on how you explore so it's something that we may explore in an expansion someday as, as long as it's still respectful for to table space Garrett says, any early candidates for top 10 games in 2024? We haven't had a chance to play much this year yet. You know, 24, let's see if I have, I have no, <laughs> no games on my 2024 list yet. I, I mean, I'll pull up a Wormspan on there, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, I'll put that under my Stonemeyer list. I know, I mean, Wormspan would easily be on my list if we weren't publishing it. But I have not played, at least not that I've noted on my list, I have not played any 2024 releases that would be or will be on my top 10 list of 2024 yet. But there are plenty more 2024 releases yet to come. I look forward to playing them. Let's see. Kevin says, can we ask about expeditions? Of course. Uh, will you make an airship expansion? Currently, I don't. So that's one of the things that we did for Psy. The currently, we don't have airships as a uh, in the in the plans in the works for expeditions. But it's something that we might play around with someday if it makes sense thematically. Let's see. Uh, Steve says maybe have the strip say "Open me" on it. Yeah, that convey that you should just tear that off. I like that. Simon says, uh, the buzz around Wormspan, but I noticed that in the recent newsletter that Expeditions, the Expeditions first expansion seems to be in print and assembly right now. That is, I believe, the correct stage for where that expansion is. Can you give us some hint about the moment of the reveal or any content? Uh, at this time, I'm just looking to, to share that status uh, because there's, there's so much uncertainty about what can follow. I do look forward to talking about the Expeditions expansion when the time comes, though, and I appreciate your excitement for it. 
Yeah. Let's see. Tony says, when you indicate to Panda, that's our manufacturer, that you want to make an environmentally friendly change to your packaging, what is their general response? Their response is, yes, like, let's do it. Let's find ways to do it. And they often offer things that they're already trying with other publishers, and they're open to ideas that I suggest to them. So oftentimes it's me or someone on my team. I think I, this, uh, I don't know if this is someone on my team or maybe Alex, Alex saw something like this, but someone outside the company, I think, sent me this idea. Might have been, I mean, Garrett, maybe Garrett sent it to me. Um, I usually, I'll send a photo to Panda and I'll say, hey, can we do this? Uh, how much does it cost? Uh, is this, does this work as well as it, as it looks? Can we get a sample of it? Can you send me a sample? And Panda responds incredibly well to it. Uh, incredibly well. Yeah. Okay, I am seeing, I'm not reading other comment, or not reading out loud every comment, but I am seeing other comments about people who have used pull tabs and have had good experiences with them on other products. Super Keener says, do you have any idea how many games you have scrapped within the development phase? So a game that gets to the development phase is a game that has been fully designed. Um, the game is fun, it's functional, and then it enters development and we realize that the game isn't, as good as it needs to be. So during that design phase, many, many games get scrapped. You know, many games that I start never get finished. And that's great. I I I I want fewer great games, is what I want. Um, but if a game has been fully designed and it gets to that development process, it's pretty rare that it gets scrapped at that point. I can think of only maybe two instances in at Stillmeyer games where a game has gotten that far. And we've been like, we we just can't get it to that next level. Um, it's fun and functional, but it is not super fun. It's not super functional. We can't make it super balanced. It's not super intuitive. Whatever the reasons are, we couldn't get there with the game. Usually it comes down to fun. Like the game is, is fine, but not awesome. And if that is the case, then we don't proceed with it. We scrap it. So that's happened, I believe, two times at Stomire Games. Let's see, George says, I'm on the website to order Wormspan and it says it ships in one to three weeks to ship from the Fulfillment Center. Where are they located? Uh, our Fulfillment Center is located in St. Louis. Uh, and one to three weeks for Wormspan, if you order Wormspan now, uh, at best, I think it'll be three weeks. I think you're looking at the upper end of three weeks. So probably late February, early March, if you are ordering Wormspan now. Um, because our Fulfillment Centers have a lot to ship out from this launch. And I appreciate your understanding for that and your patience. Brandon has an interesting idea that the outer box could be printed with a little bit of saturation to show that it's not the actual game box. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. Geek says, how do you decide who to send review copies to? Is there a threshold for their audience size like many YouTube subscribers they have? Geeks, I'm going to answer that question with a link because it's a very long answer. Um, check out the link that I am posting in the comments right now. Hopefully that'll go through. Yeah, there you go. Yes, look at the link that I just posted and you'll find out a lot of information about how we think about that process and what we do. Joshua says, I usually see a Rodney Smith uh, Watch It Played Stillmeyer game sponsored by Stillmeyer Games. Will we see one for Wormspan? And yes, the way Rodney works is that publishers commission him. They, we pay him to create those fancy Watch It Played videos and he does a wonderful job with them. I love working with Rodney. I've worked with him many times in the past. I will work with him in the future. For Wormspan in particular, I knew it would be a game that had more higher exposure than most games. And I wanted to share that exposure to elevate a smaller creator than Rodney. And so that's why we worked with Meeple University instead. We commissioned a how to play video, a rules replacement video from Meeple University. Who, they also do a fantastic job. 
um, instead of a watch it played video. So if you're looking for a watch it played style video, look for the Meeple University video for Wormspan. It's on our website. You can check it out there. William says, are you open to game submissions now? Any current focus area for games that you consider? William, I'd recommend checking out the submissions page on our website uh, for a lot of information about that topic. And uh, the general answer is, yes, we're always open to submissions. We're not really uh, in need of new games right now. We've planned out for around three to four years of the next three to four years, we have game releases planned. And we're not looking to add any new game releases to that plan. Um, and you can see other answers about the types of things that we look for on our game submission page on our website. Yeah, thanks for asking about that. Paige says, so yeah, we're talking about this shrink wrap, shrink wrap replacement. What if there was a pull tab on, on the sides that breaks the seal? Oh, I see what you're saying. So, so have the tearaway strip go beyond just here, have it go on the sides. I could maybe see that. I don't know if uh, I don't know if the machine works that way, but that might be possible. I can see that being an asset. Renee says our local game store has a, had a game on the shelf, and next to it, the deluxe edition that was wrapped in brown paper with a sticker that denoted the game name. But we had no idea what it was in the box and what made it deluxe. The paper is great, but needs more info on the side. I see what you're saying about that. Yeah. And that's why I, I I really want as much normal information about the game on this as possible to show people that it's it's a, if they do go to the game store they can see all that familiar information that they've seen about a game. Yeah. Carlos says, "What kind of considerations do you think are important to start designing a spinoff of a successful game, like announcing it soon when the game is popular or when interest is slowing down?" Interesting question there, Carlos. I mean, we're kind of new to this ourselves, right? We we didn't really even think about doing it for Wingspan because we we wanted to, um, I don't know, it wasn't our instinct to do something else for Wingspan other than Wingspan expansions because Wingspan already exists. And then we, we got enough requests from people that people wanted us to do Wingspan with different themes or a version of Wingspan, different themes. That, that's when we got, we kind of reached a tipping point with those requests where we we're like, okay, maybe, maybe we should do something. Um, so that's part of it. As for when to announce it, I mean, you, you know, for us, we typically announce things when we're really close to actually being able to ship them. Um, so that's just us. I could see other companies doing that differently. Uh, as for the tipping point of like a game's popularity, when to do it, um, I, I don't know. For Wingspan, it was more about a tipping point of what fans wanted, what we were hearing from fans more than the game's popularity. So I like kind of being led by fans in that way. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan says, some awards require you to pay to use the logo despite it being an award they gave you. That is true. Yeah, Mensa, uh, both Mensa and the Spiel Yaris. If you want to put the logo on the box, you have to pay them. And once I heard that, I, I said no, <laughs> and that it, while I appreciate the award uh, for for Wingspan, that is uh, that's not something I'm interested in doing. Maxwell says, "If you got the spiel, why, would you not put it on the box?" So we did get the spiel. Wingspan got the spiel, and we didn't put it on the box. Um, I think our German partner put it on the German version, and they pay, I believe, it's a dollar per game. Maybe that's changed over the years, but. Uh, well, we wouldn't put it on the box because it, it costs money and because who are we to value? Why are, why are we valuing that award over an award that uh, a smaller organization gives it? Like, I, 
I don't want to pick and choose um, awards in that way. Yeah. Mark says, did you give retailers the freedom on how much markup they can apply on a game? Or do you give them the freedom? So we have a suggested price for our games. For example, Wingspan, the suggested price, or Wingspan and Wormspan, the suggested price is 65 US dollars. But that can vary based on the region. Um, so that can vary a little bit. And it can also vary based on the retailer. So uh, you can see kind of the official price on our web store and compare it prices that you see against that price. And I'm not talking the sales price in a web store. You can, we often discount our, our prices a little bit because we're selling directly, um, but you can see the official, semi-official price. Uh, so retailers do have freedom to do that. Uh, MSRP, part of that word MSRP is just, is the word suggested. It's, it's a, a suggested price for retailers to consider. I do think it is, we discourage retailers from marking up a game uh, from overinflating the price, basically. But at the same time, customers can then make the choice. They see an over overinflated price if they uh, they want to actually pay pay that price or not. Yeah. So it is just a suggestion. Cody says, "Would you ever consider signing a game designer to a first look contract like studios do with film directors?" So my understanding of that, and correct me if I'm wrong, is if we identify a great designer um, that we really really like. We might say, okay, we we want to pay you on an ongoing basis or pay you a flat amount so that we get first dibs on anything you create. Um, I don't know if we do that. I'd rather it be more organic. Um, like I want what's best for our designers. I don't want them to feel locked into us. If they And I don't want them to feel like they need to design games that fit what we publish at Stonemaier Games. I want them to design games that are just what they're excited about and what they think will bring people the most joy. And if they choose to submit those games to us for consideration, that's awesome. But I also understand that they wouldn't. So I get that I get that we as a publisher invest a lot in our designers and that film studios probably do the same for their directors. Um, uh, and, and I can see a publisher wanting to benefit from all the all the help they've given to a publisher to get that or to that designer to get that designer's name out there through a, a game that maybe took off in a big way. I, just, I think I just prefer for it to be a little bit more organic than than uh, than than that. Yeah. Luke says, "Do you find a lot of people ordering golden eggs with their worm swing games?" We did. Yeah, yeah, we sold out of the golden eggs. I think in most regions, maybe there are a few left in Europe. I, I think because people were excited to include them with worm span. Situation says, since Libertalia is a remake or a new edition of an older game, is there any red tape around making expansions or how does that work? So we have the we have the rights to, to make anything within the Libertalia Winds of Galecrest world now. We, we acquired those rights from Paolo um, to make the game in the first place. So there is no more red tape around that. Um, related to the, the first look, though, uh, for expansions... If we want something, if we want to create an expansion for Libertalia, we first go to Paolo, the designer of the game, in the contract, and we say, Paolo, do you want to make something else for this game? If, uh, but we do also have the right to make something for the game that, uh, that the designer didn't make. So if the designer loses interest in making expansions for a game, we can still make expansions for a game if we wanted to. Ideally, it would still be with that designer's blessing if they're willing to give it, and we would still definitely ask for it. I don't think we've ever run into that situation. Um, other than for games that I've designed. And of course, then I'm happy to work with other co-designers. Justin says, have I done a test with this box replacement? Uh, we So we're talking about it today, or I've been talking about it a lot. I have not done a test of like just mailing 
uh, a game like this. Although this was mailed to me and it showed up in great shape. So uh, that I guess that we have done one initial test with the, the game being mailed to me. George says, have you considered including your own box inserts organizers with your games? Have you considered including your own box inserts organizers with your games? I'm not sure I understand the question, George. Uh, many of our games do have our own box organizers and trays inside, like for Wormspan. Uh, for Wormspan, we have two, two uh, trays with lids that come in the game. Um, yeah, many of our games have some sort of tray organizer included inside the game itself. So maybe your question is about something else that I'm missing. Beverly says, what are the total sales for Wormspan to date? Like how many have we sold directly? I think on our web stores, we've sold a little over uh, 22,000 copies of Wormspan on our web stores. But of course, most of the people who buy our games are actually distributors and retailers. So um, that leaves another 78,000 copies for retailers and distributors to, to buy or to reserve or commit to. Um, I don't know exactly how many of those copies have officially been sold to distributors or retailers at this point. Yeah. Let's see, it looks like I'm, oh, as usual, I'm super behind on questions. Let's scroll through. Um, Ian says, please remind people that Wormstein rules are available now on your website and who is doing the teaching video for you. Again, they are available and Meeple University has already done the teaching video for Wormspan. Paul says, is there a style of game or core mechanism for a game that you would love for Stonemaier to publish something you haven't done yet? Um, it's a good question, Paul. I'm always a little hesitant to answer that because while we do tend to get, I, I, I guess I feel bad having anyone design a game specifically for Stonemaier games because odds are we aren't going to publish it. Most of the games that we, that we receive via submissions, we're not going to publish those games. So I would still say, as usual, like design the game that you are passionate about, that you're excited about. And if it happens to fit the types of things that we're looking for, that's awesome. But if, if I, I don't want that to be a motivating force or factor. Yeah. George asked about European shipping for Wormspan. Looking for some champion orders to start next week, but the bulk of champion orders will be in the last 10 days of February. Christopher says his concern with the box sleeve to re replace shrink wrap is that many people wouldn't easily rec recycle or simply won't. Um, is it biodegradable? It is biodegradable. Yeah, cardboard is far more biodegradable than plastic. And you're right. Some people may not realize that they can just recycle it. Even if we put recycling icons and disclaimers on the box itself, cardboard is still better than plastic in that way. If you put cardboard in the landfill, it will biodegrade rather quickly. Um compared to uh, compared to to plastic, which takes hundreds of years to biodegrade, if at all. And then we have microplastics everywhere. Debbie says, has any thought been given to making card trays just a little wider so the cards so the cards fit when sleeved comfortably? Debbie, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, we actually designed the card tray specifically to fit card sleeves. So it might be more of a sleeve issue than the tray. Um, yeah, the, the, the trays are designed definitely to fit the card sleeves in the box, and in, in the trays themselves oh sorry people have asked about this shirt i got this shirt from wingspan artist natalia natalia i believe sells this shirt this is my favorite bird in wingspan and in general the peregrine falcon um i got this from uh from natalia the one of the artists for for wingspan so artists and uh, natalia and anna the artist for wingspan sell stuff like this on their web store Dana has the idea of adding a stamp on the box that says that this is not precious. Yeah, I like that, Dana. Uh, sorry, I know I'm behind on questions, so I 
you know, oh yeah, Josh, Josh was the shrink wrap is not recyclable. I've always recycled it. No, don't, you can't recycle shrink wrap. And I highly recommend that you don't, don't ever put bubble wrap or shrink wrap in the recycling because what it can do is it can clog up the machines that process all the stuff that can be recycled. There might be exceptions to this. I think cellophane, which is different than shrink wrap, cellophane in some places might be able to be recycled, but you got to really look into that. But yeah, shrink wrap and bubble wrap are not recyclable um, and they will clog up recycling machines if you try to run them through them. That is a generalization. There might be exceptions to that, but that is in general the idea behind behind those uh, those materials. Uh, Derek says, I'm loving Apiary, but wish the queen ship was painted. Would there be any chance somewhere would ever consider selling a pre-painted queen ship or have a few different models to buy? I love the question, Derek. I think it's unlikely because if we were to, like with anything that we make, if we, if we make it, we have to mass produce it and at quantities of 1,500 or more. And I doubt there's 1,500 people who want to buy a pre-painted queen ship. That said, it would be cool. So maybe I'll do a poll at some point to see if there actually is enough interest in that for Apiary. Ray says, am I watching Dune uh, next month? I'm, definitely. I'm super excited about Dune. Maybe I should go ahead and get tickets for it so we can see it right away. I'll make a note about that. I have been talking about that with, with some friends. Um, let's see what else we have going on before I have to go. I'm, I'm a little over time here. Um, Monkey Butler wants to beat that dead horse in the room. You can have a simple statement printed on the large section of the underflap that says the outer packaging is meant to be recycled as not a replaceable part. Yeah, I think we can put that right here is where we could put that. Totally agree. 100% agree with that. I think that should clearly communicate that. Uh, Toby says they're looking forward to running a tabletop RPG one-off session. Just a one-off, Toby. Uh, someday. I'm up for it. I'm definitely up for it. You know where to find me. Jamie at Stonemeyer.com. Um, Steve said spots. Or, so I asked for suggestions for board game arena tonight. Spots or Next Station London. I love spots. I also enjoy Next Station London. I'm always up for spots in any form. I really love spots. Debbie says, do you play with fans on BGA? And if you do, what is your BGA name? My name is Jamie Stegmeyer on Board Game Arena. I play, I'm happy to play with anyone, but I only dedicate my time for playing on Board Game Arena to every other Wednesday. Um, and if you want to join that, you are welcome to join. It's kind of an open invite. I need to give you information on how to do that. I don't have a good way to do that live right now. Uh, the best way to actually do it, I, I posted that information before in the Stonemaier Games Discord. So if you join the Stonemaier Games Discord, I can give you information about the, uh, the bi-weekly, every other week, game night on Board Game Arena that, that anyone is welcome to join. But you got to be on Discord to do it. Uh, because that's how we talk to each other while we play. Mike says, are there more Wormspan upgrade packs coming? Yes, we are reprinting. We're making more Wormspan upgrade packs. They will be ready this summer. Reprints usually take around six months for both production and freight shipping. So we are making more. Please sign up for a back in stock notification if you missed out on those. Ray asked for what's the normal score for Red Rising? I think around, somewhere between... 200, I would say, is a normal score. 300 would be a really good score for Red Rising. Garrett mentioned Bird Buddy as a Kickstarter that followed. Bird Buddy. Thank you for mentioning that, Garrett. I was looking for examples of examples where a project was on Game Founder Kickstarter and then followed that immediately or very soon after with another Game Founder Kickstarter, whatever the opposite is. Okay, I'm way behind. So I'm just going to scroll through real quick for any really important questions that I think I need to answer. Um, 
Garrett mentions that Indiegogo has been used in the past for that. Hilo says, any ETA on the reprint of the complete side rule set books? They are, they are available now. Yeah, check out the website, uh, the page on our website about the side complete rule book. They are available, not on our web store though. They are available now from a print-on-demand company that makes one that looks exactly the same. They are print and play production. But you can see a link if you go to our web, not web store, go to our website for the side complete rule book and you can find the link there. Dana mentioned an answer to my question. And I'll, I'll keep an eye on more of these answers, uh, but just wanted to let you know that I am seeing them. Answer to the question of, do you have any similar games that both that you feel that both of them belong on your shelf instead of one replacing the other? Dana mentioned Azul's. Um, Gary asked if I played Fractured Sky yet. I have not played Fractured Sky yet, Gary. Okay, let, I, let's see. I, I'm going to miss some questions here. So yeah, I do have to go. But I appreciate the additional questions that I am going to miss. If I miss any questions that you really want answers to, I'm not intentionally ignoring them. Please post them in the uh, after I make this after I end this stream. Post them on YouTube in the comments of this video, and I will see them then. For some reason, YouTube doesn't bring over the comments from um, from the live stream uh, from from Streamyard, so I don't know why that happens. But I'm going to end the video right now, and then you can go over and post those comments, those questions that I missed on YouTube, and you can post them again. Sorry about that. I hope you all have a great day, a great week. I love the conversation as usual with you, and I look forward to continuing that on YouTube in the, in the next few hours. I'll see you then. Take care.